Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to our weekend release. This is the bonus podcast where we see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. Random things that have been sent in, extra bits from our week and how our advice went down with you, our excuse and divas. <laughs> Will you read the bloody script then, gobshite? Hello and welcome to our weekend release. This is our bonus podcast where we see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. Random things that have been sent in... Extra bits from our week and how our advice went down with our and Divas. That was very good. You've got good um, diction. Thank you. I don't, do I? <laughs> no. How do you learn diction? Practice. Elocution lesson. You need to go and see Gary. Yeah. You did that really well. Thank you very much. Yeah. When I listen back to myself on radio, I cringe and I think it's because I've got bad diction. I, don't, I think your diction's not terrible. Is it no? It, what's it's intonation I'm thinking of. Yeah. Intonation I'm thinking of. Do I sound diction a bit... is clarity. Oh, what's intonation? Like how you read things. So if everything's on one level, for example, this is called monotone. Oh, I think I've got like bad... producer Ben. He's very monotonous. I think I've got bad intonation. Yeah. Hello and welcome to our weekend release. This is our bonus podcast. No, that, this is fine. Where we see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. Random things that have been sent in, extra bits from our week, and how our advice went down with you, our G and Divas. Should we read it for a fourth time? No. No. First. It, no. Ben said he'll do it, but I think we're not that desperate. I could do it as an impression. Just do the first line. Hello, darlings, and welcome to our <laughs> weekend release. This is the oh, bonus. No, okay. They really don't need to hear this okay, so yeah, many yeah. times. Okay, should we have our first bit of response? First please? bit of response. This is from Alex. Hi, everyone. I ran into William on my way the... Oh, yes. Hello, Alex. I ran into William on my way to work the other day, and I just wanted to thank him for stopping and talking to me. Oh, was he arguing with Mikey in the middle of the street again? I was not arguing with Mikey. I totally bombarded him on his relaxing walk, and he was so lovely, it absolutely made my day, possibly my week or month as well. Today I'm totally regretting not getting a selfie to commemorate the moment. I've been listening since I was about 16, and William and Jordan's voices have been with me through a lot, especially through the lockdowns and quarantines over the last few years. So thank you both for carrying on, bringing this podcast out, and putting something joyful into the world. Bring on Sirius Infinity. Yours... Alex. Oh, Alex, don't worry about the selfie. Uh, his address is... Um, <laughs> if I send you his address, just wait outside his house. And... I was I was on my walk around where I live, and Alex very sweetly sort of... To be honest, Alex sort of was, started waving at me, and I sort of almost looked behind me as if to go, well, who who's behind me? And then I realised that actually she wanted to, to speak to me, which was very flattering. Um, and Alex was on her way. She's a nanny. She was going to uh, pick up her wards. Um, awards? Ward. No, not awards. Her, I'm sure she has been awarded, but her wards. It's a, like her charges, Her the children she looks after. Are you? F- she was going to pick up the kids. Why don't you just say that? What the frig's a ward? Well, the child that you look after. No, they don't call them wards. Well, they used to. 
Well, they don't now. Well, mm. what? Did you have a nanny? No. No, sadly. Did you have an au pair? I think if I had a nanny, it would solve a couple of problems that we've got at the moment. <laughs> hey, Brian and Sarah tried the best. <laughs> it's my poor upbringing. Um, Can I have bunk beds, Lord 21? But anyway, Alex, I loved meeting you. Thank you for coming to say hello. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for listening. Um, Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I've been an avid listener of your podcast from the beginning. You kept me going through single life, meeting my boyfriend, qualifying as a primary school teacher, and most recently becoming a first-time mum to my baby girl, Flo. Oh, that's so sweet. We've been through peak like That's... That's ace. That's really ace. Um, Flo is now 11 weeks old and unintentionally has become a big fan of your show. I hope not. As many will know, newborn babies don't have much of a routine and life, as you know, it is turned upside down. You guys have been the only constant through this huge change and sometimes challenging time. Every night at about 8pm I take Flo up to bed where I lie with her until she falls asleep, watching the Starry Night projector and listening to you guys, catching up on episodes I've missed due to a busy mum life. Oh God, Flo doesn't hear some of the jokes of the weeks, does she? However, once Flo is asleep and I'm also ready to go to bed, suitably chilled from the starry night projector and your comforting voices, I can't turn you off. Every time I turn the podcast off, she wakes up. She's also comforted by your voices, which is lovely, but then I have to fall asleep to the podcast, missing more episodes and having to scroll back through to find the bit I last heard. Obviously, as Flo gets older and is able to listen and repeat what she hears, I will no longer be able to listen to the podcast with her. Anyway, my question is, if you could teach only one piece of etiquette to your child, what would it be? Thank you very much, Bryony and Flow. That's so sweet. Uh, my just top tip for you is uh, I like to have the world service on when I sleep. Right. So try that for flow. Okay. Some of the programs are so bad they will literally bore you to sleep. <laughs> but it's a very good station. No, seriously, I'm, that, that's 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 a joke. It's a great song. I can't but, listen to anything as no, I No, I like to have because the world service on. It's just on in the background and put a little timer on. Try that with flow. Do they do the bit the pips on the world service? Yeah. Do they not wake you up? No, because I put it on a timer. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but what happens if the timer goes over the uh, top of the hour? Stephen Nolan on at weekends and old oh. service during the week. Not that I've got anything against Colin Murray that's on at the week. He's, he's great. It's just I always have. Is it Colin Murray? He's so good. Is it you not? Heard him. Oh yeah, Phil well, Williams. Yeah, he went to Times Radio, Radio didn't he? Times Radio. Yeah. yeah, Colin's really good. Okay. That the station's great. Five Live's great. Mm. Particularly since you left. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, try the World Service or Five Live. Yeah, but uh, but obviously continue to listen to our Don't podcast. Don't have LBC though. I mean, I like like LBC as much. As What's wrong with Nick Abbott? No, I like LBC, but it's just you're just nodding off, and they get a call, and he's like, "What? I'll tell you the thing, right? About Brexit." It's like, Steve, we're not talking about Brexit. We're talking about the pandemic. Well, I'll tell you what, I blame Brexit. Yeah, but it's a global pandemic. Well, if we if it weren't for Brexit, if it came in sooner, this would never bloody happen. Just as you're nodding off. Steve from Australia. What are your there. What are your radio <laughs> What are your radio programs that you abs- if you had to pick three radio programs or podcasts that you absolutely could not live without? Mm-hmm. Only three. What would they be? You can't say anything that you or I are related to. Uh, radio on Breakfast, Greg James. Okay. And his best so mm-hmm. um, Desert Island Discs. Okay. And ooh. Oh, no, I've only got a choice. I love, I love listening to the footy on the radio. The what? The football. 
Okay. I love listening to Footy on the Radio. Any particular station? Five Live again? They've got Scott Mills as well. I like listening to Scott. He doesn't do football. No, but he's... No, you've got to... Look, look, the rules are three. Well, this is about float, right. Okay, I'm going to make this easier for you. You're not allowed to mention anything on Radio 1 because that's obviously no, your radio station. No, Radio 1 Breakfast. Okay, no, no, you're not allowed to mention Radio 1. Okay. No, no, no. That's not fair. Right. I'm only allowed to do. No, because I make it easier show. for you. No, I'm only allowed to do one radio show. Okay. I feel that's making right. it harder for you. Radio One Breakfast. Right. Yeah, Desert Island Discs. Okay. And oh god, that is hard. Because uh, um, Jim White and Simon Jordan on Talkspot. Gosh, is that the one that he's on? Yeah. His one. Have, have you been on that recently? Talks, I love. Not. I. I do listen to. Jim White and Simon Jordan most mornings and talks about. I don't know who they are, but they sound lovely. They're, they're good. Okay. What about your top three radio programmes? Treasure Quest on BBC Three Counters in Northampton. With Jonathan. With Jonathan Vernon Smith, yeah. Jules and Danny. Love that. And the evil less. I am so, okay. Well, apparently I'm related to that. No, no, no. You can pick that. I'm gonna um, pick, I used to listen. I have listened to that for about eleven years since it's been on. Steve Allen. You love Steve Allen. I don't you? love Steve Allen on LBC, and. I mean, I want to say my brother, but I'm related to him, so I'm not going to say him. Or Bernie Keith on Radio Northampton. Okay. Uh, yes, or Ken Bruce. Oh, Ken Bruce. Good. Can we go back to Brainy now? Yes, I'm uh, sorry. I'm so if sorry. If you could Brian. teach I mean, one piece of etiquette to your child, what would it be? You can never say please, thank you, and sorry can. enough. Okay, that's good. Brainy, try the world service. <laughs> please. Thank you. And when want, you listen, just sorry. Want, I just don't want Flo going to nursery doing impressions of Russian mothers and <laughs> telling dirty jokes and 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 telling when a nursery teacher's little Flo going no clinking. I can't. I can't do that. What? What? Tell me. It's a Sheffield-related joke, and only Ben will understand what I mean. Okay. She can't go into nursery and say, "Give me the D." I exactly, mean, that's, exactly. Exactly. That then cut that. But that was the joke. I'll keep that in. That'll be fine. That's fine. Okay. She can't go into nursery singing, give me the... Yeah. Hello, William Jordan and producer Ben. Apologies in advance as this message relates to the Need to Work on My Diphthongs episode from July 2020. Oh my God, that was donkey's years ago. When you were discussing wills and funeral songs. I only recently discovered the podcast and I'm playing catch-up. I met my future husband at work. I was 17 and working in a retail store when he joined the management team at the store. I won't go into too many details, but the long and the short of it is that we attended a work party and I had sex with my boss. Oh, God. After a very awkward first shift together, after the deed was done, we ended up seeing one another and that was that. We were together for almost 15 years when he selfishly decided to die. Oh, taken a turn. Naturally, this is why I'm getting in touch in relation to the above-mentioned episode. I never thought that I would have to arrange my healthy and athletic 35-year-old husband's funeral. However, fate had other plans when he collapsed and died during a bike ride. Oh, that's awful. Unfortunately, he was not as considerate as William, and he did not leave any indications as to the wishes for his funeral. So not only was I thrown into the horrible new reality of being a 32-year-old widow, but I also had a funeral to plan. I had no idea what songs he would have wanted. I knew lots of songs he loved, but not that were suitable for a funeral, and I didn't want any of my favourite songs to remind me of his funeral every time I heard them. Selfish, I know. The song I eventually chose for reflection during the service was Keg on My Coffin by the Push Stars. 
I was apprehensive about using this song, but the lyrics seemed right. And since he is no longer here, he didn't get a say in the matter. The person conducting the service later told me that the crematorium staff called to pass on their compliments for the choice of song. They'd never heard it before and were very taken with it. Apparently they don't often compliment song choices, and I guess they hear a lot of funeral songs. Mm. Anyway, when you were talking about funeral songs, I just wanted to get in touch to say that I think it's great that you have thought about it, William, and think everyone should write these things down. Sometimes we don't get any warning, and it's one less thing for your loved ones to have to worry about when you are gone. As a side note, I absolutely love the podcast and can't thank you enough. Listening has provided me with some much-needed escapism, and you have been unknowingly keeping me company during a very difficult time. Not expecting any of this to be mentioned, I just wanted to let you know my thoughts. I would previously have saved my ramblings for Liam, so you guys can have this particular one on his behalf. I hope you don't mind. Lots of love, Samantha. That's a great letter, Samantha. I bless your heart. Now I'm starting to think whether I should, like, plan my funeral. Well, why don't we plan it next time? Just make sure everyone drinks loads of Guinness. Mm. Um, yeah, but that, that, that... Do you want to be burned? Do you want to be... I'd be cremated. You'd be cremated. Do I want to burn the coffin? Or is that a bit tacky? It's just a little touch tacky. You could maybe have, have the Burnley scarf no. around your neck in the box. Yeah, I'd put a Burnley flag on it or scarf. Yeah. You can't put a Burnley... You're not a player for Burnley. But I know you've done a lot. There's for a lot at the moment where a lot of people are wearing football shirts and stuff at funerals. Oh no, 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 do you not agree with oh, that? Oh, the polyester when the flames touch it. No, no, I mean it's not worth it. People are wearing. You bring the creme to, down. People come to the funeral in football shirts. Oh well, I mean I don't love that. Just come in a whatever. If but. anything happens to me during this podcast, please don't turn up to my service in a football shirt. <laughs> I was. I was going to have William, thirty-four, on the back. That'd be the age you die. <laughs> In a couple of years. You see, I was going to have Jordan 69 on the back of my shirt. Oh, grow up. Why? I hope I live longer than 69. Mm. Anyway, uh, Samantha, genuinely sorry about your loss. Great letter, and you're right. Just make... People should plan a funerals. Just make sure... At whatever has, age. Just make sure everyone has a good time. I want to be cremated, and just... I want everyone to get drunk on Guinness. It's what he would have wanted. I want everyone to have at least one pint of Guinness. Oh, I'm not. Can, Can I we... have G&D? And G&D. Guinness okay. and G&D. Guinness want... and G&D. Just make sure everyone's served that. And every... just want everyone to get proper pissed. Have a proper good piss up. Okay. Like at my grandma's funeral. We had Do you have any up. particular readings or hymns that you want sung or songs? There's an extract from Sean Dyche's biography. I'm joking. You cannot. He hasn't got a biography. <laughs> I don't know. See, I don't like talking about this. It's it's personal and and it's bad luck. Touch wood. No, but it, and I'm it, flying tomorrow. Don't. I hate flying. Don't talk about funerals now. Uh. Well, can you plan it when? Well, let's plan it. Out, never, how will be that name back <laughs> in the comeback? We'll see you next week, Jimmy. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.